Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Casbo Rants. Holy shit, fuck, are you shitting me? No fucking way, you've lost your fucking mind. Sweet mother of Christ, what's wrong with you? No, fuck shit, son of a damn it. Get over it. Unfucking believable. Casba rants. Let's go. Hey, you crazy motherfuckers. Welcome back to another edition of Casba's Rant. I'm Casba, or the part that rants. I'm Cole. For those of you following along at home, this is season four, episode 145. I'm excited to come to you. Took a couple weeks off there. Uh, so happy to be back to share a message of my opinions, views, and otherwise. Take them for what they are, and hopefully they will help you in your lifestyle journey. Quick shout out to some of our sponsors before we get to going. Uh, ASN Lifestyle Magazine, if you want to know what's going on in the adult world, as well as the swinging world, make it a habit each and every month to read your edition of ASNLifestyleMagazine.com. Three million readers can't be wrong. Also, don't forget, you know what? Nothing makes a meal great than the seasonings and spices and that goes for meat rubs as well get your quality meat rubs from smoking meats bbq treats.com that's s-m-o-k-i-n-m-e-a-t-s b-b-q-t-r-e-a-t-s.com today that's coming its own by swingers and you know what you can try their hickory dust lemon pepper sbg orange mango habanero pineapple paradise or their brand new cinecue which is awesome Check them out today. And don't forget, if you use CASBA15 online, you get 15% off your order. And you don't want to settle for just any sex toy. You want the highest quality sex toy around. Of course you do. Then none other go with the name that we all know and can trust. Motor Bunny, MotorBunny.com. You can get the original or the new buck. Get $50 off when you go to motor, MotorBunny.com and place your order today. Hopefully you too will ride the joy of the bunny. All right, kids. Expectations, expectations, expectations. We all know that we're not supposed to have expectations. We all know that's bullshit, but we all that we all do. But what I want to talk about is not the expectations. When we talk about don't have expectations, it's generally relating to sex. You know, you shouldn't go into an event expecting to have the expectations to get laid or to hook up or to play or anything along those lines. And and that's pretty much a topic that's well-known and beaten to a bloody pulp for the most part. Granted, most people still need to hear it over and over again. But still, I want to talk about having realistic expectations in other areas of the lifestyle. What I want to talk about is realistic expectations in terms of the type of relationships that you have. I want to talk about realistic relationships in terms of Where do they rank in the relationships of your life? See, there's a unique perspective. And a lot of people, as you you get further and further in the lifestyle, you tend to have less and less or fewer and fewer vanilla friends because there's just a a certain comfort, like-minded ability that goes with having friends in the lifestyle and being thinking the same way and being part of that same club and that same mindset and that open-mindedness. But the ironic part of it is is that our relationships grow stronger and deeper than, than 
those outside of the lifestyle, except the lifestyle is an enhancer. It's a fantasy world. We've talked about this before. Think about this for just a minute. You're, you spend more time with your family, at your job, at family events, than you do a lifestyle. Lifestyle is a dream world. That's why parties and events are so much fun. It's a fantasy for adults. And yet, the relationships we form can tend to be deeper and more meaningful than the relationships we form outside of lifestyle. That's almost a contradiction in terms. It's very rare that that happens or very few activities that would cause that to happen. I mean, it's almost like an activity. It's almost like a concept of of going through some major trauma with a you know, group of people all going through the same major trauma of forming a just a different, deeper relationship, even though it was, it was a moment in time in their their life, not their entire life. It's that same type of concept. But with that, then, what happens is people start to set very unrealistic expectations or have unrealistic expectations. You see, because what begins to happen is the fantasy of the lifestyle and the reality of the relationship starts to collide and, and I don't know, it gets weird or it can get weird. And what do I mean by this? I think that a lot of people, we make this transition that we, we have most of our friends in the lifestyle world and it's almost disappointing because we do lose so many of our friends that are vanilla that it causes us to put more emphasis on lifestyle relationships. The thing with the lifestyle relationships is that not everyone can leave the lifestyle but maintain those relationships. And and what I mean by that is it's it's kind of like work relationships, right? A lot of people are friends with the people they work with. They have a, a, re, a friendship or a relationship. But if you get a different job or if they get a different job, it's about a 50-50 crapshoot if you stay in touch with them, right? Because now that common denominator is no longer there, which is your place of work. We all have those select people that we've been friends with from previous places we've worked for years and years. But the bulk of the people that we, we were quote-unquote friends with, we lost because they no longer had that same shared experience. And really, it's, it's not as traumatizing because what happens is you go to the next place of, that you work and you start to make new work friends. Lifestyle gets a little more dicey. Why does it get more dicey? Because some of the things that you have done and the lifestyle changes. You know, we talk about that we like to sport fucking always have. We never look for friendship. A lot of people that we hooked up with have become great, great friends. But that's a, a totally different experience and connection that we've had when you've had sex with someone and, and then life happens and they leave the lifestyle or whatever. And, and there's that divide. And that, that creates... It creates an issue or can. It can create an issue because sometimes the lifestyle is just not right for certain people, which is just fine. But because of their relationship, because of who they are, because of how they feel, whatever, they have to, it's an all or nothing thing for them. They can't 
still have all their friends be lifestyle, but not be in the lifestyle. That temptation's too great, that awkwardness is too great, that whatever is too great. And they and so they have to cut ties. And what happens in both of these situations, the person left behind, quote unquote, feels hurt. And the the reason I'm talking about this is what you start to see is people latch on more in the lifestyle. They try to make a faster, deeper connection. And to me, I believe it's a form of self-preservation. Uh, because to save yourself from the hurt, the anguish, the losing people, if you if it's if it's a deep enough bond that'll never go away. Yeah, that's not necessarily the case. And I think we set, and, and, and that's one extreme. The other extreme is some people will purpose, very purposely work at all costs to avoid any type of relationship, any type of friendship, because they don't want to get hurt in self-preservation. They don't want to get, they don't want to get tied down because some point in time if they ever leave or they ever, or you ever leave, then there's hurt and pain. And understand a lot of stuff happens subconsciously. That's the way humans work. That's where coming up and having a realistic expectations is so important, which I think in this case, a better way to say realistic realistic expectations is natural progression. I think sometimes in the lifestyle, we push to take to move a relationship through the steps because every relationship, even friendship relationships have steps. You meet each other. Uh, you small talk, you start to feel more comfortable, then you start to slowly build common ground. And okay, and we, we try to rush past all that for whatever reason. And what that does is it, it creates very fake, very uh, shallow relationships, which ends up coming back to have the very things that we were trying to avoid happen. Uh, I think that. The importance is understanding the value of letting things happen naturally. You know, what people don't understand when you tell people that you like to sport fuck is they think you're actively on the prowl, you're hunting. It's not how sport fucking works, at least not for us and, and for a lot of people. That's not how it works. It's a natural, it's talking, communicating, everything's going great. And you know what? Hey, this just feels right. And it's a natural progression. Quite honestly, when you go hunting, uh, that rarely ends up in a hookup. And, that, and if it does, it rarely ends up in a good hookup because it was forced. Just like I truly believe if you feel like you have to be a certain level of friends before you can hook up and you, you purposely try to stop it, slow it down, not make it happen, whatever, you force the, the speed at which things go versus letting them go naturally, it, it can alter it. It's the same with friendships and lifestyle and relationships. Let them build on their own. Let them let them naturally occur. Let them naturally mature. It's funny because the realistically in the lifestyle, this is the other reason why this is such an important topic. Most people don't most people in real life your job, your your church, your soccer groups, your other activities, whatever they might be. You see someone and they look interesting or they see someone and there's something about them that's like you feel a connection. 
you want to get to know them better, or you know the way they dress, the way they act, maybe the way they talk, maybe the jokes they tell, their mannerisms. It's an interest thing. So the progression to let things naturally work their way through it is there, uh, be, because you know you have common ground already. There's been something that's drawn you to each other to to get to know each other better, and and it's very cerebral of what's done that. The lifestyle is a general rule, and a lot of people don't want to admit this. The people that we tend to become friends with first are people we want to fuck. I mean, that's an, that's what the lifestyle is. It's hooking up. So if, if, if there's three couples standing, you're brand new, and there's three couples standing at the bar, they're all, you're in a meet and greet. One couple, they just, you like... Short blondes, and she's six foot and a brunette, and she likes, you know, um, tall guys with short hair, and he's got long hair, and and is seven foot tall. Okay, that couple doesn't. There's not. They don't meet any of your initial your initial physical attractions. <coughs> Another couple has some of the attractions that you're looking for. Not all. But there's a few, there's some of the things you're like, oh, okay. And some of the things you're like, well, that's not exactly what I'm looking for, but, you know, okay. And the third couple is exactly, physically, from the appearances, exactly what you look for in, in someone to hook up with. Which one of the three are you going to gravitate to? Now, we all want to say, well, I'm going to talk to all three because I want to get to know all three because that's how this works, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Probably, maybe, great. The reality is the one you're going to be drawn to is the one you're most physically attracted to. That's the lifestyle. That's how this works. That's why we do this the way we do. So that's different than in real life. So we're starting off based upon a physical attraction. We're starting off on... On a friendship or a, a, not even a friendship, but starting off on interest based upon our sexual desires or our uh, physically appealing features, physically, physical desires, our animalistic instincts. There's nothing, nothing thoughtful about it. Ooh, she's hot. I'd like to do her. Ooh, he's hot. I'd like to do him. Well, let's go talk to him and then go from there. So already the relationship and, and the lifestyle starts at a, at a totally superficial and bizarre way. And initially, I don't care what anybody says. The initial concept is you are, you are talking to them. You are hanging with them. You are getting to know them because ultimately you're trying to determine whether or not you want to fuck them. Or whether or not they want to fuck you. You're not looking for, people go, well, we have to be friends before we can hook up. Okay. We have to be mentally stimulated, not just physically stimulated. Right. Exactly. So you want to be mentally stimulated. So what are you looking for? You're not looking just to listen to get to know the person. You're listening to see if it turns you on. Think about it. When you say you need somebody, they need to mentally stimulate stimulate you, that's the most important thing. You're not talking to them to find out what magic information. You're talking to them to find out whether or not it mentally turns you on. 
that's a whole different ballgame. That's a game-changing sort of way of, of starting a relationship compared to how you would make a friendship in the real world. So the challenge is when you start off, if the first step of, of, of a relationship is so twisted, you have to have some realistic expectations. Because guess what they're doing as well? They're doing the same thing. They're the, the meet and greet too. Look, you're talking to them to find out whether or not you want to fuck the, you want to fuck them. They're talking to you to find out whether or not they want to fuck you. Now, it may be whether or not we want to get to know each other so we can fuck. But the bottom line is eventually the goal is, are we compatible? Do we turn each other on a way that makes it so we can have sex? So this is why realistic expectations of friendships, timelines, how this all work is so important. We have to be honest with ourselves. You're not, you can't look at how you create or how you even maintain a friendship in the lifestyle the same as the rest of the world because it started from square one completely different. Completely different. The environment you met them in generally is completely different. You met them online on a site or page designed to encourage and make hookups happen. You designed, you met them at an event, a sexually charged event. Let's face it, relationships in the lifestyle can be night and day difference. Saturday night can look a hell of a lot different than Sunday morning. Because of the change in the atmosphere. A sexually charged atmosphere changes everything. Plus, the day after hooking up, you really get to start to know somebody, and you take the outside circumstances, it can change your views incredibly. Who they hang out with affects whether or not you'll give them a chance. The, the, the amount of superficial things that determine whether or not a relationship and lifestyle, friendship is going to bloom, or a casual acquaintance is going to be in play, is incredible. And yet we assume, we make this assumption that every single person we talk to, now we're lifelong friends. We're super close. We're the, it doesn't work that way. Or we think we can push things faster. Basically, unless you initially make friends with every red flag, why do you think pushing it is a better option? Well, I can tell you part of the reason why pushing it, why people do it subconsciously. Subconsciously, people push not because it's a better option, but before they find out something that's going to cause them to not want to hook up with them. Because remember, again, initially, everything's based off of your physical attraction. Your physical, it's checking off your physical checklist of things you're looking for. If you go too deep, too fast, too deep, uh, you might find that red flag that you can't ignore. And the reality is when we're thinking in an animalistic sort of way, when we're thinking in a physical way, we don't want to do that. Because then all of a sudden they go from being hot and we want to bang them to being, ah, no. And let's start over. It's an interesting concept, friendships and lifestyle. Now, don't mistake that I'm saying that, that the true deep friendships that you will develop 
are truly not deep. No, that look, our our very good friends in the lifestyle are legitimately incredible people, and the the friendship is so far above and beyond the lifestyle. It's not even funny. Uh, the, that it's just something totally different. And the thing is, a lot of people that are new in the lifestyle see people that have been in a long time, like us or other people, and they go, I want friendships like that. You know how you get those? Time. And the same way you would with other friendships, which is giving time to your friends and, 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 and building it. It's a relationship. It's stuff that you build. But you have to go in the initial parts. If, if you just try to push it to something deep that it's not, you're only going to cause disappointment for yourself and for other people involved. It's just, it is what it is. And I want to say this on realistic expectations as well. You know, just because you have sex with someone doesn't mean you have to become friends with someone. I think there is a mis a misnomer, a, a misunderstanding that's like, well, if we had sex, we have to become friends. No. No, not at all. No, that's not how that works. Sex is the physical act of the lifestyle. Friendship is supposed to be deeper than that, whether it's lifestyle or real life or anywhere else. Just because you have sex with someone doesn't mean that you have to become great friends. It just doesn't. And before you get too upset about that concept, uh, you know... Look, society says we're all fucking horrible people because we have sex with other people anyways. The fact that we take pride in our relationships more than the average person is thrown out the window. So let people hate because just because we had sex with you, I'm not your best friend. Uh, that's fine because I want, hopefully the people I've had sex with become my best friends. That's great. That's even better. But if not, that's okay. And I, if I'm not everybody's best friend, that's okay. It is what it is. The physical attributes and aspects can't trump and override the mental capacities of us as humans. It just can't. The message today, really, the end message, I guess, here. Understand yourself. I'd say understand people, but you have to start by understanding yourself. Understand yourself. Understand the process you take to make friends in the real world and apply it to the lifestyle. Go in with realistic expectations that this person's really nice. I'd like to get to know them better versus they're my best friend forever. Go in with an open mind of looking forward to meeting new people. Hopefully someone will become, you know, long-term friends versus... The expectations, we all have to be friends. Realistic expectations. It really is a thing. Kids, you've heard me say it before. You'll hear me say it again. This rant's over.